0: From Public Radio International, this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. It's Friday, April 27th. I'm Marco Werman. New concerns about Europe dragging the global economy down again. The latest country in trouble? The Netherlands we forcing all this austerity on the Greek people, on the Portugal, on Spain, Ireland, and now we're the ones failing. Also on the program, Madeleine Albright describes her visit to a former Nazi concentration camp. When you're there, you can hear the screaming and there are a lot of ghosts. Plus, kids under the age of 18 are banned from a Lady Gaga concert in South Korea.
1: BBC News with Sue Montgomery. The blind Chinese activist, Ching Guangcheng, has appealed to the central government for justice after making a dramatic escape from house arrest in Shandong province. One activist told the BBC that Mr. Chen was taken to the American Embassy last Monday. There's been no confirmation from the US State Department. Damien Grammaticus compiled this report.
2: 亲爱的文总理, Chen Guangcheng announced his extraordinary escape in a video posted on the Internet. The blind lawyer, who lost his sight at the age of two, said outwitting the guards, keeping him under illegal house arrest, had not been easy. The BBC has been told he scaled a high wall, then was driven hundreds of miles to Beijing, other vehicles giving chase. Along with the jailed Nobel Prize winner Liu Xiaobo, Chen Guangcheng is one of China's best-known activists. He'd exposed abuses under China's one-child policy, including thousands of forced abortions and sterilisations.
1: New figures show that the American economy has slowed down in the first quarter of this year. It expanded at an annual rate of 2.2%, compared with 3% in the final quarter of last year. Here's Andrew Walker.
3: This figure is seen by many economists as rather disappointing. It's lower than what most expected and a good deal less than what it would take to make a substantial impact on the country's unemployment problem. The weakest areas were business investment and government spending. But there were some aspects that are seen as more positive. Consumer spending and exports grew more quickly than before. Economic news is important politically in a presidential election year and what the new data suggest is a recovery that is still rather unconvincing.
1: State television in Syria says at least nine people have been killed and nearly 30 wounded in an explosion in central Damascus. The TV station has broadcast footage of the aftermath of the blast near a mosque in the Maidan neighborhood. The BBC's Rafid Jabouri is in Damascus.
2: According to what we heard from the Syrian Ministry of Information, the explosion took place right after the Friday prayer. Apparently, an individual approached the security officers who were guarding this place in central Damascus. When they asked him about his identification, he blew up himself. This place turned very quickly to pro-government gathering. People here are shouting support for the Syrian president, Bashar al-Assad.
1: Opposition activists have accused the government of staging the attack to try to manipulate international opinion. The nephew of the former Yemeni president, Ali Abdullah Saleh, is reported to have agreed to stand down from his post as head of the presidential guard. It's the latest sign of relatives and loyalists to the veteran Yemeni leader being removed as part of efforts by the new president to restructure the armed forces. World News from the BBC. The Ukrainian authorities say four explosions in an hour in the eastern Ukrainian city of Dnipro-Petrovsk were an act of terrorism. At least 27 people, including nine children, were injured at a tram stop and near a cinema. President Yanukovych described the blasts as a new challenge to the nation. The attacks came weeks before Ukraine is to co-host the Euro 2012 European football tournament. Romania's president has nominated the leader of the opposition, Victor Ponta, to be prime minister, after the centre-right government fell in a no-confidence vote, just two months after taking office. Mr Ponta, who leads a left-wing alliance, has been asked to lead the government until elections expected in November. The departing prime minister, Mihai Ravzan Ungorajano, had cut salaries...